Hello, my lovely peaches. It's your host, Rach. Welcome to your midweek mindfulness motivation, because it doesn't have to be a Monday to start bettering ourselves. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Right Now with Rach podcast, where we keep it real and talk about all things self-improvement. I am so, so happy you are here, and I am so proud of you for clicking on this podcast, because I know it means that you are taking steps forward in your journey of personal growth. So welcome, you beautiful soul. This week, I want to talk about change. Some people thrive with change, have no problem switching jobs, moving cities, dyeing their hair a new color every week, whatever. They're perfectly fine with not knowing what the outcome of their decisions will be. I don't know how they do it. One of my really good friends is like this. She can pick up and move and switch jobs like it's no big deal. And then other people I know can't stand the thought of eating something different for breakfast. They have the, if it ain't broke, don't fix it mindset. And then there are a lot of people like myself who sit somewhere in the middle of the two extremes. For me, you know, it definitely depends on what it is I'm changing. Little changes like where we do Thanksgiving or what we do for date night, you know, no big deal. I like doing new things. And those things don't make me anxious because I know the outcome is still going to be similar to what I know. You know, like I'm still going to eat the same food for Thanksgiving and see the same people. So what does it matter where we are? You know, nothing's dramatically going to change about it. But big life changes, forget it. The anxiety takes over. But here's the thing. In order to grow, we have to change. The inability to change yourself and things in your life that you're not happy with or just satisfied with will leave you constantly feeling unfulfilled and will stifle your ability to keep becoming the best version of yourself. And who actually wants a mediocre life? Nobody. We only get one chance with this position we have on earth, so we need to squeeze it for everything we can, not waste time only being half satisfied. However, I know change is not easy. And before we talk about how to deal with change, we have to understand the reasons why we fight it. The main reason is comfort and stability. The reason so many people settle and don't want to change is because that's what's easy. You know, stepping out of that comfort zone we've built for ourselves is so difficult. It's new and it's unknown and there's things we can't fully be certain of and that's scary. Anxiety comes from not knowing what's about to happen. So naturally, we gravitate towards things that, you know, don't make us anxious. <laughs> like, yes, please. I'd rather know what's about to happen and not feel like I'm on the verge of a panic attack all the time. Thank you very much. <laughs> and guess what? I say it all the time. It's okay if you feel that way, peaches. It means you're human. But here's a weird one for you that I just kind of had a epiphany about recently. I think comfort is an illusion. Hear me out. Hear me out. Essentially, what comfort is, is the feeling of certainty, right? We can't predict an unknown outcome because our brains can only predict what will happen based on experiences we've already had. We can't think of something new that's unknown because we don't know, you know? So we can sometimes trick ourselves into changing, with air quotes, our situation to adapt to the best version of what we already know. We tell ourselves we're doing something new, but really we're just rearranging what we're already doing and making the same mistakes because we're scared of what we don't know. Because what we do know is comfortable. But just because we think something is comfortable doesn't mean it's right. 
Our brain feels comfort and discomfort, right? That's what triggers fight, flight, or freeze. But that doesn't necessarily correlate to what's right and wrong. It's just what you already know. And we can't control what we've never experienced before, right? And that's so hard for so many people. We don't like not being able to control what's going on in our life. But that doesn't mean all comfort is bad. Being comfortable can also be a good thing. That's kind of what we want, right? We don't want to be uncomfortable all the time. You can't live in a constant state of discomfort. So it's kind of, it can be a bit of a tricky conversation. But here's my plea to you, Peaches. If you have a twinge in your gut that says something in this comfort isn't right, listen to it. Just because it's comfortable doesn't mean it's right. Your subconscious knows you can do better. Whatever it is that is making you question your current situation, choose change. Don't choose to settle. Don't choose to push that little feeling away and sweep it under the rug because you don't know what to do about it. Or you'd rather feel that than dive into a change where you don't know what will come out of it. Don't. Because I promise you, if you don't choose it now, you will wait so long that eventually changing will be the less comfortable option between staying where you are and making that jump. And you do not want to get there. You do not want to wait so long that you don't know up from down. You do not want to wait so long where you're so miserable that the only option is to change. You don't want to be in a situation where the universe chooses change for you. You want to remain in control of your life. And that means you need to be the one that chooses change when you have the opportunity to sit with yourself and do it properly. Don't back yourself into a corner. Because at the end of the day, it is not the outside world that does anything to you. It's you that lets it, that lets it happen. And you're the only person to blame for your choices. And I know that's harsh, but you need to understand that that's the truth And you're the only one that can choose to change your situation if you don't feel like it's right. Okay. (laughs) Now, I definitely don't claim to be an expert because when it comes down to it, change is really hard for me. And I definitely have my freak out moments, probably more than I should admit. But the thing that I've learned is that acknowledging that a change is needed is the first and most important step. It takes a lot of discipline to really look at yourself and admit the truth. Do you actually like what you're doing? Do you even like the person you're in a relationship? Maybe you love them, but do you really like them? Do you want to live where you are? And when I'm throwing these questions out there at you, I want you guys to really, really look inward for the answer. Don't look to how you portray yourself as being happy on social media or what you think you need to tell your parents in order for you not to feel like you're not disappointing them. I want you to be happy I want you to not be living each day with a part of you wondering if this is right for you. Just because you're good where you are, just because you're comfortable, doesn't mean you need to stay. In fact, that could be a sign you should make a change for yourself. Because no growth comes from comfort. It only comes from putting ourselves into uncomfortable situations. It's how we learn how to adapt. Now, I know that nothing's perfect. And no matter what we are looking at, There's always going to be moments or days where we're frustrated or we dislike whatever it is that we're talking about. So that's what can sometimes make this tricky. You have to make sure you're not mistaking a bad day for a bad situation. And don't be impulsive. The best way to know if you need to change something isn't when you're feeling negatively about it. It's actually when there's nothing wrong. Because 
if there's no specific moment that's causing you to feel upset and you still have that feeling of bleh or something in your gut that's like, ah, I just, I just don't know why, but I, I just don't want to be here. That's when you need to reevaluate, you know? And if there's nothing wrong and you, you feel completely good and you're comfortable and it's totally fine, that's a good comfort. There's nothing wrong with it. You don't have to change that situation. Okay. So step one is acknowledging that change is necessary. Step two is discovering what it is that will make you feel more fulfilled. What's the goal? Let's use a job example because that was a huge change for me that has made me an all around happier person. Okay. So, you know, you have a job that pays the bills and you don't necessarily hate it, or maybe you do, and that's an obvious one for you, (laughs) but you find yourself dreading going in or having random anxiety surrounding the workplace environment, or maybe there are things that frustrate you more often than they make you smile. Or maybe it's the type of job you're doing that it's just not something you're passionate about anymore. If this is the case, then you need to do some soul searching. Talk to yourself and figure out what change will better that part of your life. For me, I found myself getting salty over things in my work environment. I found that I felt more frustrated than I did fulfilled. And I was complaining more and more and feeling very negative about my job. I had more to complain about when I got home than I had good stories to tell. And I recognized that in myself because I hate complaining and I cannot stand negative energy, especially when I contribute to it. Oh, I know I, I, I know I just said it, but I hate complaining. It, it makes me feel so icky. I used to live in a very toxic situation. And since then, I vowed to never let myself be corrupted by outside energy. I realized I still liked the actual job I was doing. I liked being a nurse. I just realized that it was the unit in the hospital I was working at that just no longer suited me. And yeah, that was a tough truth to swallow. Like that was my first nursing job. I had built great relationships with my coworkers and learned so much about nursing, about myself and about who I was as a nurse. But something inside of me was telling me that if it was time to move on or that it was time to move on. That, you know, if I didn't jump now, I'd get even more comfortable and I probably never would. Because I know myself and I was being honest with myself because I hate change and it's it's just so hard for me. And it hard, as hard as it was, I did listen. I took a leap one day where I was feeling ballsy and I applied to another hospital on a unit that was completely different than the one I was used to, completely out of my comfort zone. I told myself that if it was meant to be, if this was the right decision, then this was the job I was going to get. And no shit, the next day I got a call offering me the position. And you know, like the anxious person that I am, I just about vomited the second I picked up the phone. I freaked out inside and I just asked the manager if I could have a few days to think about it. I ran everything over my head. Like, is this really what I want? Do I want to start over? Was I just having a bad day and being impulsive? Do the benefits of part-time outweigh the benefits of full-time? Because that was another thing I was trying to answer. And as I was trying to answer these questions, there was this like stupid, annoying little buzz in the back of my mind and the pit in my stomach. And it, it just said, you did this for a reason and you need to jump. So I did. And honestly, it's been almost two years and I have loved it. It took me a while to adjust for sure. And I questioned myself through the adjustment period. 
Like, was this the right decision? Am I ever going to stop feeling anxious going to work? But I kept reminding myself that this feeling was exactly how I felt at the beginning of my previous job and that it will pass and I will feel good about it. And I did. And I want to throw a little side note in here that gives serious props to your intuition. Like that is a very hard thing to listen to because we tell ourselves stories and we ask ourselves questions that we give answers to that are clouded by what we think the answer should be without even realizing it. But if you stop thinking for a second and feel that pit in your stomach and block it all out and try and hear what it has to say, it will tell you what you really want subconsciously. And that's an extremely powerful thing. It's not easy to hear because of all the narratives we've constructed in our conscious minds. And it does take time to build the skill of being in touch with your intuition. I am not very good at it. But I am a firm believer that deep, deep down, we know what's best for us. Most people don't listen to it. It's hard. But if you do, you'll come to the conclusion that it was the best decision you could have made for yourselves. And sometimes the answer hurts. Have you ever been in a not so great relationship and you knew in your gut that you should leave long before you actually left, but you couldn't face the reality for a long time because you didn't want to believe that it would never get better? You didn't want to face the reality that this wasn't the right relationship for you and the other end was you had to start over. And then in the end, it turned out that gut feeling was right all along and you dragged out the heartache for longer than you needed to. (laughs) Yeah, we've all been there and it's cool. But that was your intuition knowing what was best for you. Anyways, sorry, side note, but back to my point. The growing part of me and the person I want to be wanted to learn to push myself to experience more in my field and better my adaptive skills as a nurse. But I also wanted to drop down to part time, which was another decision I was trying to make Um, because I knew I needed to take more time for myself. I needed to better my physical and mental health. I needed to push myself to better my relationship with my significant other and my friends. I had other goals and I felt like I couldn't do that working time, working full time because I was always exhausted. I was always exhausted and on my days off, I just wanted to do nothing. Anyways, it's so scary to leave what you know and jump into a new environment. And at first it may feel like it's impossible that you're never going to learn or be comfortable. But I promise you that's not true. Think about when you started what you're doing now. You have the same feelings. And look at you. You know what you're doing. You're comfortable. You're confident. The good kind of comfortable. <laughs> and that will happen again. You just have to keep putting, putting one foot in front of the other. Okay. So step one is acknowledging the need for a change. Step two is discovering what that change will look like and preparing yourself to jump, you know, getting in the right mindset and figuring out what your destination is. So naturally, the third step is putting it into action. And this is where a lot of people retreat, and I have so many times before, because it's the follow through that makes it all too real. The thoughts are nice, and a lot of people talk big and never follow through on it. Psst. Do you want to be one of those people? My advice to you, which may sound annoying, but it's so freaking true, is just take it one day at a time and don't overwhelm yourself. The big picture can be daunting, okay? Looking ahead to the future, seeing yourself where you want to be is beautiful and it's exciting, but it can also seem so far away from where you are now that it's discouraging. 
you may be like, oh, I just want to skip this whole uncomfortable part and like fast forward to the moment it no longer sucks. I get it. Trust me. But that's why it's important to take baby steps. Whether it's your job or your relationship that needs to go, the first step is walking out the door, physically or metaphorically. Then take every day with stride. Don't look back and cave the second it feels hard because that hard feeling is what's helping you grow. And celebrate small wins. Anything new can be overwhelming, especially when you've moved on from something you knew so well. So it's important not to put pressure on yourself to get it right on day one. Make little goals for yourself along the way that make the progress seem tangible. And reward yourself, dude. Like, say you're starting a new job. Like, get through your first week of orientation and order takeout for dinner. (laughs) That's what I did. (laughs) Or, you know, go one day without stalking your ex on social media and then go get your nails done. You know, whatever the change you're making is, the beginning is the worst part. So set short-sighted goals and eventually you'll wake up one day and you'll wonder what all the fuss was about. Think about how good that is going to feel. That day where you look back and kick yourself for not making a change sooner. That day where you're talking to your relatives at a family get-together and you're saying genuinely positive, happy things about your current situation and realize you're not lying this time. That day is going to be so worth it. Think about what you want. How are you going to get there if you don't start making changes to benefit your life? If you stay where you are right now, it's never going to happen. My all-time favorite quote is by Jack Canfield, an American author and transformational speaker. And it goes like this. Everything you want is on the other side of fear. I'm just going to say that one more time. Everything you want is on the other side of fear. I think this is so true and so powerful. I literally have it tattooed on my arm. You are the only thing stopping your potential to grow, to transform, and to be happy. Fear only exists in your mind. It's not real, which we will get into in a different episode. But for now, just know that it's okay to jump. Now, I'm going to kind of rewind a little bit for a second here because as much as we want to get to all these places and when I was talking about the actual change was, you know, A, no, you need to make a change. B, figure out what that change needs to be and C, put it into action. That's all very, very, very important. But what I want to add on to all of this that ties through this whole thing may contradict a little bit, but it's that change is not sustainable if you don't embrace the process. And I think a lot of people don't really think about this aspect of their journey. The ultimate goal with any change and anything we do in life is to be happy, right? What's the point of finding a good relationship or a job that makes more money or fuels your passion or to be anything other than happy? You're not going to make a change to a job that makes you miserable, right? The goal is happiness. You get nothing out of life if you're not enjoying it. So the destination isn't actually the best part. It's the process of who you become and the memories you make while tackling this journey. I realized this a couple years ago where I'm like, you know, the beauty is in the process. Success is not a destination. Success is a mindset. And if you're focused on the tangible aspects all the time, yes, that's definitely needs to be part of it. Otherwise, goals are too open-ended and you're not going to reach them. But if that's all you see, like by this specific date, I'm going to be down 50 pounds or 
by this date, I'm going to get promoted or whatever. If you're not open to the process helping you grow mentally and being present during your journey, then you're not going to feel any better when you get there. You're going to miss too much of your life being focused on the future, thinking when I get here, X marks the spot, I'm going to be happy. It's not the destination that's going to make you happy. It's the shift in your mindset as you implement the changes in your life that you actually enjoy. As you work towards your goals, that creates happiness. And when you're focused on today, taking those baby steps of just getting today and then tomorrow instead of a year from now, you won't be the same miserable person who started off in a job that made you complain a lot. Hopefully that makes sense. Change is hard, but I believe everyone has the capability to do it. You just have to start. The first step is always the worst and you can only go up from there. Nothing is permanent, babes, no matter how it feels in the moment. Everything has the ability to get better. It just depends on how badly you want it to. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. You just have to start walking. And with that, today's topic has come to an end. Thank you for listening. And remember, your direction is more important than your speed. A step forward, even if it's just one, is a step in the right direction and progress you should be proud of. You are beautiful, you are smart, and you can do anything. Talk soon. Mwah.